I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I'm Ashton Keenan as I was last week and guess what? I'm in better form. Woo! Can I get a round of applause? Like is that too much to ask? There's my round of applause. I'm standing up, you can't see me. How obedient of everyone uh, and how self-indulgent of me to ask for a round of applause. Uh, but yeah, I'm in way better form than I was last week. Last week I was in foul humour and it came across I believe because I had so many messages from people being like uh, it was brilliant that you were so real and so raw <laughs> and all and I was like oh whoops anyway I'm in fine form now actually Laura my guest today Laura Cunningham Hello. welcome back Laura Thank Cunningham you. this is Laura's second time on the podcast and later on we're going to see the National Con- no the RT Concert Orchestra play the music of Andrew Lloyd Webber because we're just that cool we are super cool people <laughs> Anna, I know you're jealous. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, Laura Cunningham is on this time and we're going to talk about the long goodbye. We are. This is my specialist subject. Is it? If I was on Mastermind, this it'd be, be like weddings or this. The long goodbye. Yeah. And like, what's the song? This, I was going to ask you this. You know the one, I'm not going to try to sing it because like no one wants to hear me sing, but it's like... Go on. Uh, no, I can't. It basically says like... It's Paul Brady. Is it? Yeah. This is the, the long, long goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tell me what you know that one. Go is on, that it? Keep going. You're flying. You're flying. I'm not. <laughs> that is the one. Though, it is. It. It's about not knowing when to quit, isn't it? For many different reasons. Is that reasons. what Paul Brady sings about? Yes, it is. And I'm glad that you left Ronan Keating out of the equation because apparently they wrote it together. As if Ronan Keating wrote any of it. Anyway, whatever. Although it does have a bang of Ronan off it. How dare you? Sorry, Paul. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Laura. Sorry, Paul Brady. <laughs> but yeah, I like when you asked me what we want to chat about this yeah. time. I it occurred to me that this is my kind of like constant. It's something I've done. It's something I've been on the receiving end of. Mm. I don't know when to quit anybody. I'm terrible. So on that note, I did some polls. Okay. Um, on Instagram, on and like I don't know, people love a poll, apparently. So I've got like hundreds of people responding to these polls. So the first question I asked everyone was. Just to give, just to put the episode in context, have you ever stayed in a relationship you knew wasn't working? And 73% of people said yes. Yeah. Like that's whopper, isn't it? I know, it's insane. And obviously that's, there's loads of different categories within that, like, yeah. like define not working. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I've totally. been in the relationship that I knew was over, but I just, our lives were so intertwined that I just, it was, you know, it was a huge, huge step yeah. to walk away from yeah. it. I've been in the relationships that, um, on the, the other end of it where I was like, I, I, I don't know if he's as into this anymore, but I'm going to hang on and hope things change kind of thing. Yeah, that was another one of the, the questions I asked. So I mm. said, what was it now? What way did I word it? Have you ever been, okay, well, kind of, have you ever been technically single, but holding out, in inverted commas, for someone that you might, that you thought might come back? Yeah. And 63% of people said yes. There can definitely be like major hangovers from relationships, can't there? Yeah. Like, well, very like, often you don't just kind of click into, unless no. you get straight into another one. 
which I know is probably bad advice, but you know. No, but you know what? That happens actually. I think that happens more often than mm-hmm. everyone might think. Like I know of a ton of people, and actually, I'm going to admit myself included at one point in my life, where one relationship I knew was coming to an end, mm-hmm. and I was half kind of had my eye on someone else. Yeah, and literally. Half an hour after the relationship ended, I was on the phone. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Liking a few Instagram pics. Oh my God. All over the haunting of the Instagram straight away. Because I, I oh, you were out the gap for a while, obviously. Yeah, you know, you're you're one foot in, one foot out. out. Yeah. yeah. So you were gonzo for a while. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I was in a situation when I was a lot, lot younger where mm. I, again, had mentally checked out of a relationship, mm. but it just took me too long to kind of make the move. Mm. And I was I was very young and he wanted the whole shebang, the marriage, the kids, but I was early 20s. Um, and I just thought to myself, no, I'm going I'm, I'm to just do this and I'm going to go back to concentrating on all the things that I want to make of my life. And mm. I felt like a housewife already. It was too young for me. It's perfectly fine for other people if that's what they want. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to you know finish my college, I'm going to do all my stuff. I'm just going to be single for a while. I'm not yeah. going to be that girl who's in college, who's in a relationship and has a house and has a car mm. and two weeks later I met a guy I went out for the guts of eight years so like oops <laughs> do you know what I mean so and that wasn't per- that wasn't there was, I Yikes. didn't ha- I didn't know this guy at all it just kind of happens that way yeah. but that's I suppose a sign of how like you say kind of mentally checked out of the other thing yeah. I was already that yeah. I was I was I was I decided not to be, but I, I obviously was ready for a new so relationship. So was it like you were convincing yourself that the reason you were checking out was because yeah, it wasn't right for you, you wanted to do this, this, this and this, but then in actual fact, it was the person that was wrong. Yeah, you know I mean, mean, and obviously not anything, you. you know, yeah, yeah, it's, okay, yeah. it's not a personal thing at no, all. of course, yeah. And uh, he's, you know, very happily married now and has kids mm-hmm. and the whole thing and we're still pals and he's great lot. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I think it just, that in some ways can make it more difficult. You mm. know, if someone's a shit, then you're like, good luck. Yeah. I've never had a problem walking away from someone if they're a, if they're a shit. Yeah. But I suppose if it's just like, you kind of wonder to yourself, am I going to, ma- am I making a mistake here? Am I just yeah. being curious and young and, yeah. you know, is my head just being turned? Am I just, is it just Are you too on the violence? Like, <laughs> Could I be happier? Could I be happier? <laughs> All right, Wes. But, you know, this is when you're with someone for years yeah. and you're, you know, very young. But mm. um, that was another one of the questions to go mm-hmm. back to the polls. Um, I asked, have you ever wanted to break up with someone but stopped yourself? just in case it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And 72% said yes. 72. 72. That's a, that's a whopper. Yeah. I mean, like, let me just check how many people that was. 975 people wow. said yep. Not a pair of balls between us. No, nary a pair of balls. <laughs> I, and and one, I answered yes to that question as I well. So in fact, I. I answered yes to pretty much all of those mm-hmm. polls. And actually there was one at the end and interestingly, right, I'm going to check now, there's, there's 948 votes for yes mm-hmm. and 947 for no. On what poll? That's the tightest poll. <laughs> <laughs> that is the tightest poll I have ever had. Are you okay there? <laughs> I'm fine. I love a pun. And the poll question was, it's quite long-winded. I, I apologise in advance. Have you ever had that thing happen? Because <laughs> I'm a writer That's actually great, yeah. for a living. Do you like that? Fab. Uh, where someone just starts treating you like shite until you cave and dump them because they're too cowardly to do the dumping. Yeah. So 50% exactly wow. have 
have basically accepted being treated like shit and then gone, do you know what? I'm going to dump you because you clearly don't want to be mm-hmm. in this. And 50% have been like, no, I'm not going to put up with that shit. Now, this is, I mean, this is very anecdotal and it's mm. not, ma- I'm not making a sweeping statement about men or women. We love but generalizations I have, here. Oh, well, I just go for it then. I think go All for it. All men. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but I have spoken to um, a small group of male friends who admitted yeah. that they all did that. Yeah. That it's easier sometimes to just completely retract all emotions and affection mm-hmm. and just be like until she gets the hint is kind of the quote of the yeah. day I mean why just just end it but I suppose they just they, they're like oh I don't want the hysterics and the blah blah <laughs> I know right yeah, shit, I don't know why I'm friends I, like, with them the, yeah we're confused I'm, I'm looking at Laura confused because that you know to bring in another sleeping gener- generalisation would indicate that all women are hysterical oh yeah oh completely sure aren't but, we you yeah. know, aren't we yeah, I mean, do you know what though? It's just it's creating more strife for yourself than yeah, anything I would yeah. imagine because mm-hmm. it's going to be like, what's your beef, chief? Yeah. Like, what are you being like at, this for? Look at it this way, right? So your fella, uh, who you're happy happy plodding along with, gently starts being a dickhead, mm-hmm. right? A gentle dickhead. A, ge- a, so- a gentle dickhead for a, for a while mm-hmm. and then amps it up a little and then amps it up a little more. So over the course of time, Yes, as a woman, you start off being like all G and H, like you're totally grand. Mm-hmm. And then piece by piece, it's almost like gaslighting, isn't it? Like people, they just start chipping away at, at, at your kind of sense of self and your sense of security within your relationship. And then over the course of time, so whatever it is, six months down the line, all of a sudden they are being complete assholes. And of course, at that stage, you're hysterical yeah, because for six months you've put up with being half ghosted and half mm. in half a relationship and also it's so dishonest isn't it because like so let's face dishonest. it when you're starting to feel a bit like that you will question things and you'll be like is everything mm. okay la 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 yeah. so if you're constantly just sort of fobbed off yeah then you've got a lot to be pissed off at, at the end of that time period whether it be six weeks or six months or whatever and you know surely to god that's a lot that has to be way more work than just yeah. feckin just ending it, it yeah you know yeah just sit down and just be like i don't know and I mean, maybe you'll have a conversation and you'll sort some shit out and you will survive or maybe you'll give her the option or him the option. Sorry, this could be from either side. Give, of course. give, give either sex the option. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't know, having those conversations. Yeah, it's difficult. And I mean, I think now at my age, I probably would have the confidence to have those conversations mm-hmm. or to start those conversations or to be part of a conversation like that. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know, that it must just be age. But I know... Like in my early twenties, mid twenties, I probably would have been a bit shitting to broach a subject like like that. And yeah. and for that reason, I know I stayed in a relationship too long out of I don't know, a mix of like fear and kind of you know, I'm worried about being single again and I'm worried about will I never find someone and this person is really, really, really good to me yeah. and I'm not quite a hundred percent happy, mm-hmm. but is that even possible? You know? Yeah. You've all these thoughts going through your head. Have have you been in that where you're the one that's like has a foot out the door. Oh, absolutely. I've been in that very clearly twice in my life. Right. So one when I was very young, like I say, and, you know, looking back, it was absolutely the right thing to do and mm. I probably should have quit it earlier mm-hmm. um, for everybody's sake. Mm. Um, and one then a bit later and I think it was a thing that, you know, it was it was a long time, it was a long, long relationship, my mm. longest one, in fact. Mm. And there was a bit of on and off stuff going on. I, at the time, was travelling to the UK a lot for work. Um, I had quite a glamorous job at the time, not to be too specific, so I'm not like, pointing anyone out. You're so, still, you're still glam. You've still got, you're, she's sitting here in a fur coat, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> like faux. This woman is faux, sorry, faux for, she's very glam. Continue. I am very glam. <laughs> I, and I think at that stage, I, my, 
I, my head was getting turned all over the shop and not mm. specifically by like other men or anything like that. But I just thought like, you know, maybe this other crazy life is out there for me. And I felt mm. a little bit like, you know, I wanted to live abroad. I didn't want to live in Dublin. I, I just thought like there were bigger things in store for me and was I settling that I think that's yeah. what I really felt like that I was settling yeah. and I I did actually make the move and I and I ended it and I really bloody regretted it really oh my god I really regretted it like you know in the other relationship that I'm referencing it was absolutely the right thing to okay. do but I really regretted that and I came running back with my tail between my legs let me tell you did you <laughs> thankfully he took me back but like it was never the same again after how long um, How long was not the, long, like okay. a few months, like a few short months. Like say, well, it wouldn't have been six months, right? Okay. Um, but there was somebody else in between, and that was impossible for him to deal with. And okay, you know, rightly so. Like, yeah. I mean, but it was completely up to him at the same time whether he yeah. did take me back, and he did. Um, were you absolutely shit in cacks? Like, were you so nervous? Oh, like I oh about getting back was, with yeah, him. Yeah, like whether he would whether he would take you. Getting him back wasn't hard. That was fine. Okay. It was just as soon as then we kind of start settling into it and having the conversations and stuff. And okay. I knew why yeah. him. I think from that point onwards, he was still, he was probably still heartbroken mm. and he was just delighted I was back. But I think he yeah. was still, and at that point, Hurt, like. I was the one in the relationship where the other person had one foot out the door. Okay. And I couldn't blame him. Yeah. So I suppose that's why I stuck with that for another year or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, we're, we're damaged. And mm. I caused that damage. So mm-hmm. I have to stick around and let him see consistency from me and that I completely regret it and I'm not going anywhere. And, yeah. You know, my head was in the clouds with all the kind of glam jobs I was mm-hmm. doing and everything and I just wanted to settle down in Ireland with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was too late. I totally affected. it. And <laughs> it on when, what, last week when I was here talking to myself, um, I was talking about the issue of like rebuilding trust in a relationship mm-hmm. and see the way you were saying there like you wanted to show consistency and like reliability yeah. and that you weren't going to just leg it again mm-hmm. do you think you achieved that at all or are, do you think you had just that trust was broken and it was irreparable like yeah I think so and I mean let's be fair to him as well you know he probably had the same kind of um, doubts at some points that anyone does that I did as well mm. we were together for a long long time mm. you know is this perfect for mm. me you know is this because you're at that stage maybe we were like late 20s you know if you're going to stay with somebody at that point it's like the next steps are the big ones yeah um, so you know I mean any, at, at any point in, in a relationship if you're doing long distance you've been together for so long you're still quite young you're mm. kind of you know the next steps are the big ones everyone's allowed to kind of question it and then I just came along and just like bulldozed it yeah. so <laughs> you didn't pose a gentle question no. you came along with a digger and we're like yeah, yeah like, excavate the shit out of this totally and like I think you know I was so mad about him and I just thought like he didn't care as much I think as well when I okay. ended it but okay. yeah I soon realized that he really really did and okay. it was yeah sure and like I mean look looking back now mm. we were never going to be together forever mm. we really weren't we're very two very different people but I mean, who knows at the same time, you know, you kind of have to go like, I just, I just think, you know, you know, in the other relationship I'm referencing, you bloody know, like you, you just aren't there anymore. You know, like if you can imagine them being with someone else and it doesn't really bother you, like, that's an issue. That is an issue. (laughs) Red flag. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I've experienced that too. Right. And I actually use that as a litmus test to, to. It's Clarify. a good one. It is. Like, I actually Picture sat there. Picture someone. How do I feel? Oh, no, 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 no. You yeah. Know, backpedal. Totally. <laughs> if you're like, absolutely not. Get that girl, that imaginary girl away that from bitch. him. Yeah. Then maybe hang around. But if you pictured the person 
boning someone else and you're kind of like, ah, sure, look, isn't that great? He's getting yeah. the ride. I know. <laughs> probably not ideal. I just want what's best for him. Yeah. No, probably yeah. Probably not ideal. Bad news. Like, yeah, because that then you're dating your brother, really, aren't yeah. you? Like, you're, you're, you've just got a really good friend. You I don't know. have... And hopefully, if you are upstanding about it and yeah. you're not, like, that guy that we were referencing early on who plays, mm-hmm. you know, is a dickhead for months until they end it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if you do everything respectfully, you can still be like I have done. Still be really friendly Civil and fine. And friendly. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever... I think I can't remember. somebody was talking about it on a show recently and I can't remember what it was. It'll come. It, maybe you'll know. But when you do that thing where you break up with someone for the reaction to see how much they give a shit. Was it Amber on Loose Women? Yeah. Oh, my God. It totally That's was. That's exactly who it is. I she knew, was like, well. This is why Laura Cunningham <laughs> and I are friends. I knew she'd know exactly the reference I was talking yes. about. Amber um, from, from Love, Love Island, Island we're saying. Well, yes. she, when she was on... Um, Loose Women, yeah. she said that she had sent uh, Greg. Gregory, mm-hmm. uh, crop top Gregory as we like to call him, yeah. uh, a message basically saying, look, I mean, you know, if you're not going to make a bit more effort, I'm going to have to basically, you know. Dump you. Go, move on or yeah. whatever. And he just went, yeah, cool, bye. Yeah. And yeah. and he, she was then saying, like the, the Loose Women questioned her, questioned her and said, did you do, did you send that message or did you have that conversation? So he'd go, Oh Jesus, oh, no, Amber! Babe. No, I'm mad about you. I'm on the don't way. be ridiculous. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm flying over, and I'll and I'll drop everything, and I'll be there because yeah. I don't want to lose you. And it backfired completely mm-hmm. because he went, "Yeah, cool." See but you know what? It did backfire in a way. But actually, that's the result you need. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Either way, you're getting the good answer. results. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Either way, you go, you're going to know. Yeah. So actually, that's another great thing. So yeah. the first litmus test, that test, the boner test. We've got we'll all call the advice. One, the boner test, and the second <laughs> one, the reaction test. And like the reaction test is a bit of a dangerous one as well because okay, like just fair warning, anyone who's t- thinking about trying this, you might get the initial, well, go fuck yourself then. Yeah, out of out of being hurt, the ego thing. I don't think that was the case with our Greg. I think his ego's fine. I think his ego is fine, <laughs> but I think in some cases I can see how it might happen that you say it to a guy, well, or a girl, you know, whoever mm-hmm. you're dating, you can say it to your partner and say. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being treated like this and I'm going to move on if you don't pull your socks yeah. up or whatever. And then they go, well, go on then. Yeah, they might Off take it as like literally like you're not happy and say, well, yeah. look, if you're not happy, then I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know? And that's a danger zone. Yeah. Because they, and also if there's yeah. any doubt in their mind or any little issues, you're kind of forcing them open, aren't you? So, yeah. 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 And in a way, you know, to force to force issues that you're having in a relationship out into the open, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it just in case anyone's thinking of doing that this weekend, I did warn you. There might be yeah. <laughs> there might be repercussions that you're not prepared for. Don't just like un um, relationship them on Facebook and see what happens. Like, no, you know what I mean? like have no. a chat. Yeah, you that's know, irresponsible. Chat. And also, like, I mean, we're Laura and I are talking about this. I think I would like to think from a quite a mature perspective, but we're not going to be like throwing our. I'm sorry, throwing our toys. I always struggle with that one. <laughs> we're not going to be throwing our toys out of the pram for the sake of, you know. Because somebody wouldn't go down to Krispy Kreme on a Saturday night and well, get a stone. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that you throw your toys out of the pram because, you know, some minor indiscretion has happened. This yeah. is after... Long going a, An ongoing, yeah, long totally. Going. Long going. Long held. De- I mean, listen. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, like, I just... Do you know what's funny? Because mm. I feel like I'm like the perpetrator of all of these crimes. So <laughs> me being on here, I'm certainly not here to advise anyone. But I guess, you know, I do have a certain insight into it after all these years. Mm. 
And the one thing I I, I won't do again right. is mistake my own kind of um, unhappiness is probably too strong a word, but my own kind of like you know unsettledness mm. for a problem in a relationship. You know, you know, you do okay. have to go like if I feel a bit like unsatisfied or unfulfilled or any of those things, is it actually to do with my relationship? Because I should feel completely fulfilled and happy out by myself. Independently, yeah. Yeah. So if I look at my relationship and I say, there's nothing wrong here, but I feel a bit unfulfilled, you have to kind of say to yourself, is that anything to do with like Mick or whatever his name is? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe do you have grand. to blame? Yeah. D- don't always blame your relationship. Yeah. Like it might be a big part of your life, but it's it's not the be all and end all. Yeah. As in, if you're feeling unhappy, have a look elsewhere as well. You know, I mean, just have a look at exactly what it is that's making you feel unhappy. You know, is it relationship based? Because you don't want to end it because you feel a certain way and then realize you're still unhappy and you're mm. also Mickless. Yeah, Mickless. <laughs> Mick is the boyfriend. The I've never had a boyfriend, boyfriend called Mick. So that's uh, have I? No. No. Right. Um, and the, okay, so there's this other thing called the sunk cost fallacy. Have you ever heard of that? No. It's it's, it's something that's hard like. to say. It's a, Sunk cost, cost fallacy. fallacy. It's tricky enough, yeah. Okay. It's no it throwing your toys now, but it's I mean, it's up there. <laughs> um, so this is something I Googled earlier on. That's how learned I am. No, I actually heard about this on, I think it might have been Blind Boys podcast a while ago. Anyway, the sunk co- cost fallacy essentially is you when, a, when in life, and it could be in career, in a relationship, in anything pretty much, if you've invested a lot of time into something, the longer you spend investing your time and effort, the less likely you are to let it go. Oh God, even that, right, if that is so good. Even if it's um, bad, even if it's like, so take, I mean, take a stockbroker, for instance. They've invested millions and millions and millions mm-hmm. over so much time into something and then they know it's about to go bad, but they're like, I can't just abandon it. I've invested all this yeah. time and money. And I Oh my God, that's such a good reference to a relationship. The sunk cost fallacy is... Yeah is I think it's a massive thing in relationships mm-hmm. like you're in something you've 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 got to know their family you've got to know their friends you've got to know each other you've had all the sex you've got to know mm-hmm. each other's bodies each other's minds each other's habits and you're plodding along and you're like grand but it's maybe not what you want and then you've but you're looking back at the seven eight the nine investment. years and you're like that's a big investment yeah and you've all the uh, plans I just as well go? yeah so mm. and the sunk cost is is the amount of time you've spent and the thing is do you go do you do you cut your losses and go okay those nine years are fantastic but I'm actually not happy anymore or do you just hang on and you know every self-help book that you read about business and about like you know being a badass and achieving everything Mm. will tell you to just cut your losses when things are not working out to just not pump more energy after bad yeah um and yeah, that's that's so bloody true, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Like we all do it. I've so done it. Like mm. I know I have. And you do it because, I mean, like you don't want to feel like you've wasted time. Exactly. And then, of course, there's the question of like, we've been in this for so long. Maybe this is just the way they go. You know, yeah. no one's like skipping through fields holding hands when they're like 90. Mm. So maybe I, I just mean, need to be a grown up and just. But if, you, if you're asking the question, I think you mm. probably know the answer. But aren't there ups and downs? Yeah, That's I was saying that this you as saying, well. Yeah. No, recognizing the difference between relationships up, relationship ups and downs, mm. and the end mm. is the tricky bit, isn't it? Like, mm. so I think maybe yeah, you do kind of not not to be that withdrawy guy, but like maybe just like take a bit of time for yourself and mm. like book a holiday and spend some time with yourself and mm. just kind of see if you miss the person a little bit more if they're yeah. like less around you and you know 
like I say, recognize whether it's just something that you're going through because yeah. not everyone is identical in a relationship. You're not always going to be in the same place in your yeah. lives, emotionally, anything. Like you all have family stuff going on, your jobs are changing, yeah. you're just growing and moving and changing. So yeah, it's about realizing whether you're just sort of like having a little detour or whether or if, if you're living separate lives. And I think the way to not be the asshole who just backs away and is a dickhead until the relationship ends is by communication. Communicate, so, like, for sure. Do all those things. Like go and book a holiday, take time for yourself, but let the other person know mm-hmm. what your what your plan is. And Don't like, let them ring you and then you be, oh, sorry, I'm in Bali. Yeah, did no, I, oh, I, oh, I, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. I text you. The immersion's <laughs> on though, so you'd want to go home. <laughs> like, no, don't just... Don't just start making all these shifts and, mm-hmm. and doing all these changes. And that said, now, yeah. right? Oh, geez, you know, yeah. be the other person. Someone comes to you and they're a bit like, I don't know about this. I'm a bit unsure. I think I need some space. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. That you're not going to be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Head off and all oh, yeah, there. Let me know. Do you know, know. Yeah, no, you kind of nearly have to do it or not. But like, but at I the same time, like, if you, I mean, it absolutely hit the roof if anyone did this to me so please don't but what I like just for the sake of argument like if you're feeling if you're feeling in a relationship that things might not be completely perfect mm-hmm. and happy the other person's probably feeling it as well yeah for right? sure yeah so like surely for both of you in a, in a grown-up way if you said to them look you obviously feel this too do you not like we're we're not as kind of hunky dory as we could be I just I'm gonna I really want this to work and Mm. I really care about you and I really love you so I'm gonna have have a little bit of time to myself and that could that could literally mean you know getting a new hobby and going out on a Sunday by yourself or it might not necessarily mean I'm going to Bali for three months see you later Mm -hmm. pal but having that conversation and letting them know what what your thought process is can only be a good thing because again if you go off and have your time and you realize actually no I really do care about the person Mm -hmm. then at least they'll be in the loop and then if you go off and you figure out that actually you're happier being single or you're happier in Bali or Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing and then you go back at least they'll have a bit of forewarning yeah you know at least they'll know that's where you were I feel like that ties in with the whole kind of trying to establish whether there is actually a problem or whether mm. you just are not really on the same page at mm. the time. And like I think any relationship if you know can do really well from everyone in it being happy individually. Mm. Of course, obvious statement of the year, but you know what I mean as in yeah. if you're like if you have a bit of energy about you and, mm. and you do when you start a new project or you've taken up something or yeah. something in your life is just making you really happy yeah. um, those projects should not be band-aid babies or like you know no, no, like no, that, yeah. by the way yeah, yeah, no. I don't mean, just get knocked up to fix your relationship no. we do not advise that in private <laughs> education <laughs> but you know like I think just the kind of just the energy it creates when you do something else the only word I can think of like it makes you more interesting to the other person it makes them more interested to you you have stories to tell you know you've got like you can report back about things that Mm -hmm. they have nothing to do with and there's nothing that irks me more now not that I'm irked by other people's relationships because really do whatever you want pals I don't care but like do you ever meet a couple and all they have to talk about is each other and themselves not 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 in a hateful way as Fanula Jones would say but just like you know, their their lives are each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's that's cute and all. Oh, it's lovely, but that's not my buzz. I'm gonna yeah. say, I like having my own my own thing going on because then, oh, me too for sure. You know, like at the end, like, and I always think it's funny because I phone my husband 
on my way home at whatever time that may be every day. Do you? Yeah, and we chat for like 45 minutes. And, and then you get home and then what do you talk about? And then I get home and we chat more. What is wrong with you? Because we just like, he just has things to tell me and I have things and to tell wait. him. And I can't wait. I'm like, I mean, of course I could wait. <laughs> Absolutely could. But what'll happen is, I'll ring him and I'll say, hey, I'm on my way home. What will we get for dinner type thing? Right? Okay. So we'll start out as a practical call and then he'll go, guess what happened today? This happened and this happened and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'll go, oh my God, and I got this and I got... And we'll just get into chats and half an hour later he'll go, oh, well, here, I'll see you in five minutes. You're nearly yeah. home, you know? And then you get home, you've nothing to say to each other. <laughs> well, no, we get home and we have more things to say, although most of it revolves around the dog, to be fair. Yeah. But like... I love being able to ch- have the chats with my husband mm. the way I would have the chats with my mates. But you've loads to say to him because you do bits. don't work together and you, yeah. you do bits. Well, I we do bits. So. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. like we've had this conversation actually in, in the 256 offices before. There was, there was one person who used to work there who used to ring her partner every lunchtime. Okay. And then another person who, much like yourself, rang her partner every uh, evening, evening all the way home. Yeah. Um, and... That obviously like it's a thing like that's three people I know personally and yeah. I do that but yeah. like I, it's not every day but it's, it happens you know yeah, yeah. regularly enough yeah whereas if in any of my relationships yeah. if my partner rang me I would presume it was because he specifically wanted to tell me a thing it wasn't just like giving me a ring otherwise I'd be like what do you want yeah <laughs> like, no, and I'm busy in fairness, in fairness I yeah I wouldn't accept a call in the middle of the day just for call's sake and I don't think I, I don't think my husband is ever rang me just to be like hi hey, babe how's it going <laughs> absolutely not what happens is we ring each other for a practical thing like yeah. dinner or who's collecting the dog or have we got toilet paper in the house mm-hmm. you know sh- things like that but then it will progress into the absolute chat yeah that's you know? lovely though yeah I really like I, that I quite yeah. Like, yeah but I know what you mean there are couples who don't have anything outside of each other yeah. and like, like I mean listen I'm no relationship expert and they very much appear to be really like happy and loved up mm. these couples so more mm. power to them yeah um I, I particularly love it when you see it in couples who are together years or yeah. people who are married for years and they're yeah. still best friends and they yeah. do everything together like that's the dream do you know I know a couple right this is um a complete off the uh, just a complete side topic but I know a couple who had a baby they got together when they were in their teenagers and and had a baby when they were in their still in their teens I think like maybe 18 or 19 and then 10 years later still together had another baby Mm -hmm. and then 10 years later still together had another baby if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How many is there? There's three. Yeah, there's three. And so... So like 18, 28, So they were 38. 18, 28, 38. Jesus. And they're still together and they are cracked about each other and they get on so well. And I, I remember always just being like, you know the way, okay, it's a to, total stereotype, but you think like when someone get, gets with someone when they're in, in their teens and they get pregnant, that like by the time they're 38, they're going <laughs> to absolutely hate each other yeah, and they'll yeah. probably be together because they have a kid. Yeah. Like these these people had a baby in their teens, then in their 20s, then in their 30s and are still like... There's definitely something in the spreading out the kids, but there isn't there like... I feel like there might be. Together, <laughs> yeah. Might be a different story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Just, you know, out of my friends group, my school friends group, there's mm. 11 of us, we're still very tight. Mm. And um, the first of us mm. to have children um, uh, started years and years before anyone else. And, you know, they, they now have two kids and their kids are grown up. And oh my God, I was talking to one of them today, her daughter's looking at colleges and I'm like, I can't oh, Jesus. cope. How is that the case when I'm yeah, only no, 21? Does it make any sense? Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're they're at the point now where they're still like busy mates, like mm. the the couple in question, and mm. their kids are mates with them as well, and they go away on holidays, and they're all friends, oh, and it's so Jesus. nice. And I'm like, why didn't I do it then? That's not going to happen. I was me. too busy questioning everything, <laughs> <laughs> breaking up all the time. Breaking up with people. Now you know, I'm like, mm, could I be happier? Yeah, you, where you she was like, this is he's cool. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I will in like three and a half stone, and twenty years. No. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. They should have like a love island for L bags, shouldn't they? What are we What are we considering an L bag like here? Me, because I can say that absolutely not. In my fortieth year, I can say that you are. Yeah, okay. Whatever. No, but like just for I, I, I yeah, like different I genres of it. Like I completely get that you have to throw people. We've totally gone on a tangent now. I love. We have. It. I like it. <laughs> I'm into it. But you have to throw people of a certain like category in together right so people give out about why they don't have any lgbt characters yeah, yeah, in it yeah, la la yeah. and i get it right but it just means there's less opportunity for matches yeah, etc yeah. like in there everyone could potentially bone yeah and i get and like, that this is the thing if, if there was gay love island i would totally watch that I'll be all over it. and it'd be brilliant because there would be, be better <laughs> tons of potential for for love but that, yeah. I, that is exactly like it's not that they you know love island is, is strategically anti-gay it's that they, they have, to they have the a other. TV show to make, mm. and they it ha, yeah, it has to be one or the other because that's what I mean. Though I need other genres of Love yeah, Island. I totally. need Gay Love Island. Gay Love Island. What love? Oh my God! What are your dream Love Islands? Um, I Gay Love Island, and then like, like older Love Island. Older Love Island. Uh, not tiny people. Love so Island like, would be say ideal. from like say from like thirty to fifty Love Island. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Although you know they're very different things, aren't they? Thirty year olds still on you know, true, yeah. kids, fifty year olds. I don't know. Maybe we'll, I'm gonna need a lot of love islands. But yeah. you know what? They're rolling them out. They're Australia. They're bloody twice a year. Yeah, but there's still no like curvy girl love island no. or like you know what I mean. Where but that should be that should be a subcategory. <laughs> that should just be the same bloody. Love oh my god! That, yeah, that's hundred to- percent. And that's yeah. actually the thing. Like you. I agree with the criticism over body diversity, but you yeah. can't. But the gay thing is a different show. It's altogether. a different show because yeah. it's about it's about riding, and you can't just be like, go on in there and see what happens. Yeah, like who of these like two people in the whole house who are gay? Do you want a couple of, like that? And it's also unfair. Yeah, you definitely couldn't have an Irish one because they'd all have boned before. Anyway, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, no, they would, have, they would have literally been like, I know him from the Gale Talk. We yeah. had we we boned b- behind a school in Connemara. <laughs> I hope everyone was boning in the Gale Talk. Were they like, everybody was boning in my Gale actual talks. boning. Yeah, were they not like kids? But like, like obviously the children weren't boning, but like from like sixteen and onwards they oh, were. Right. And actually, loads of people in my Gale Talk were like boning the Kinneras, the teachers. 
I never went to the Gale Talks. Oh, look, I'm so innocent. So I know nothing. Out. You missed. Honestly, <laughs> was it like Love Island? I imagine it like Love Island. It was except ex- more porridge. It was exactly like Love Island, except it wasn't the weather wasn't great. I'm going to say, yeah. and also kind of smelled like turf. And so the ban on tea, no Caroline Flack vibes, none. Ban on tea. Actually, one night my ban on tea um, got hammered and came down at 1am and went brick faster. And we were all like, <laughs> uh, Mrs, it's like one o'clock in the morning. It's not breakfast time. That's irresponsible. Oh, absolutely. She was a gas woman. How did we get onto this? We won't name her. <laughs> can you um, remember her name? I can. You yeah. remember everything. I remember her. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I have one of those memories. I remember her name. I remember. I, so I go back and visit. Um, where I went to the Gale Talk all the time so I go past her house and I like occasionally wish I could go in but obviously that would be intensely creepy I know two people who met at the Gale Talk and are married now oh that's cute yeah Jenny and Kelly how gorgeous! no way yeah, no way that's adorable I know so nice maybe I'd have a wife now if I went to the Gale Talk I mean one can only dream <laughs> ah, for God's sake <laughs> um, okay sorry we need to move on we've just segued off into the Gale Talk there any more polls there to cover um, do you know well these are the things I have written in my extensive notes I have sunk cost which we've already covered yeah I that's have, so a thing I'm going to be thinking about that for ages now it's a big thing and mm. it's actually it's not just a thing in relationships like it, it's I, I have applied it to um, jobs before Oh, a hundred percent. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like you've you're like in a company or whatever, and you've like spent so much time in it, <laughs> and you're like you get to a point where I've spent, I've I've gotten up to this point, I've achieved mm, what I can achieve. Job, it's more than a job. You know everyone, everyone's your family, and blah blah. blah. And then you're like, I can't leave this. It's I've, really difficult. You to know, leave. Yeah, it's really like sure. it's, it's borderline impossible to leave. Just and like, like relationships. You know, I was saying earlier on that I'm in no position to advise anyone on anything oh, clearly because <laughs> I've like I'm, I've done all of these things. But the one thing I will say is that whenever I have finally grown a set mm-hmm. and left a relationship, I've always gone on to do something new and interesting. You mm-hmm. know, because your your headspace is freed up. Yeah. Um, it, you know, not that you. I've I've never been that person who was just like so in a relationship I can't do anything. Yeah. But it's just it just it's a natural thing. You just like when one door closes and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um. And especially in those situations where you have been, your lives have been so bloody intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, when you open that up, it does kind of, it just gives you the headspace to just go, well, what else do I want to do now? Whether that is a whole new relationship, which then opens up a whole other friend group and then you, you meet this whole new family and all of that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And you start all over again. Yeah. Or it's that you decide, well, actually, I am going to move mm-hmm. or I'm going to change jobs mm-hmm. or I have more time to dedicate to something else. Or, you, you know, you just, you just do, you just shift your focus. So I would just... If I could tell, like, past Laura one thing, it would be just to not feel like you were losing out on something. All of that stuff, you still have that. That mm. never, it'll never be undone. It's done. You have those relationships. They brought whatever it is into your life. Yeah. You're not cancelling any of it. You're just getting more things elsewhere. Yeah. And, like, each relationship is, uh, like, I never look at any relationships that I've had as um, failures. Like a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, or a waste of time. Like, they've all been they've all failed you know apart from the current one they've all failed they've, they've all ended but they've n- none of them were a waste because mm-hmm. e- in each one you learn something and you yeah. grow and, and all those sunken costs were balanced by things that you got from yeah. it as well yeah 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 and even sometimes what you got from it was a big pile of crap and that <laughs> taught <Lessons>. you yeah <laughs> but you know like even because like I've been in relationships where it's been just really toxic and un- unhealthy and awful for everyone involved and I know to look out for those things now. Yeah. And I know that I know what I will take and what I won't take and what's healthy and what's not healthy and all those sorts of things. So even if it's completely shit, you still don't leave it without gaining something. Exactly. You yeah. Know? Um, so one of the polls that I'm just going to go back to here. 
is um, have you ever been technically single but holding out for someone you thought might come back? Did I ask you, have you been in that situation? I mean, when, you know, the relationship that I referenced that I kind of banjaxed by being like by a curious cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess cat. when that did end, you yeah. know, that took me a long time to get over. Mm. It did. And I mean, not, not years, but like a good long time. Mm. And I definitely for the first time ever like I just was not ready to be with anyone else I right. was still very much in love with him like and okay. I, I was I was totally heartbroken like and you know good enough for me after <laughs> you deserved it deserved. yeah <laughs> but I think you know it was probably my first experience of a relationship not ending under my control and it was more that okay. that I was like what yeah. the hell um so I wasn't just able to just be like okay let's go mm-hmm. you know um and I didn't have that time that you usually have where you like having a think and recognizing whether it is really over and that mm-hmm. kind of thing so it just got kind of like abruptly ended and I mean I think it was probably me that was like this is not you're, you're clearly not happy what's mm-hmm. happening here yeah. la 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 yeah. you know it wasn't just like like a, a dumping as such but yeah. like I probably did that thing where it's you know I'm gonna have to end this and he's probably like okay <laughs> yeah all right fine <laughs> no wait um so yeah, I mean, I definitely was still stalking him online, yeah, you know, like you've all been there. keeping an eye out, you've kind of, that soldier. yeah. And I and I did go back there in a sort of, you know, I I did sleep with him again a couple yeah. of times and stuff. Yeah. I'm no stranger to that. No, we've all been that soldier. We all have, and it worked out well for me. Yeah, because <laughs> now I'm married to him. Oh, <laughs> well, I, that's true. <laughs> I kept. I just kept going back, like, and and actually, that's one of the reasons why I. <laughs> this sounds so stupid, but this, that's one of the reasons I knew. Um, I it was right when we got back together because for anyone who hasn't listened to the 19 other episodes I mentioned this in um, I was with my current husband <laughs> sorry I keep saying that I was with my current He's husband kill you. he will I was with my husband when I was really young and then we broke up for like 8 years and then we got back together and then got married but in those 8 years anytime I was single I would go back and I'd text him and be like hey he's that guy I get hey, you yeah. hey how's it going how are things and then two text messages later we would literally be riding so I, and I remember were thinking were you a fuck boy? was I? I mean no oh no I wasn't okay no I was neither of us were um, like getting back and seeing each other for the ride was a very much a mutual like okay. let's just get together I wasn't stringing anyone along or anything so he was all grand nor like, was he yeah okay, he okay. was fine like we were both single and we were just like we have good rides so let's get back and okay. do it and then because it sounded a little bit like you were like oh no I wasn't stringing whenever you were when at a loose end oh hey. no sorry <laughs> I do not I have not got that sort of power in any like I am not that girl I'm not the type who can just be like flick through my phone and be like that one <laughs> no way that's not me at all and uh, we, we but what we used to just do was if we were both single we'd text and be like do you want to get together and have the ride? And then we'd have the ride and then I wouldn't talk to him again for months and months. A nice arrangement. It was lovely. It yeah. and, and But the thing was, after all those years, I was like, huh, maybe I should be with him. The person I keep going back to, you know? And how did you then take it from like, say the, the time you saw him after mm. you came out of your last relationship, yeah. how did you make it clear or did you know at that stage that you didn't just want the ride? I knew after one day that I didn't just want the ride. Right, and okay. I don't know what it was. It was just a mutual, I think maybe it was our age or something or maybe because I knew categorically that my last relationship was over, yeah. over. You were ready then. Probably. And That's I wa- probably yeah, what it no, was. I was. I was mentally ready to be in like a super, because like, hello, marriage is a massive commitment in case anyone hadn't checked lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I knew I was in that place. I was at that age. I had achieved certain career goals that I wanted to achieve. Yeah. And I was like, 
I can totally be with someone now and I think he was in the same um, the same boat timing is key isn't it it's everything mm-hmm. it's literally everything and we do, I do always say or he kind of always says to me like um, it, had we met later in our lives we probably wouldn't be married and got together because say we'd mar- met each other mid 20s we probably would have treated each other like shit and then broke up and never got back together but because there was such a big gap and we met each other in our late 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 20s mm-hmm. we both kind of were the people that we were going to be yeah you know you're ready yeah Oh, you yeah, guys. No, listen, people always tell me it's a nice story and I'm like, I don't think it is. Like, it's just regular. Like, but it's, it's nice medium. that like, you know, you guys through all the ups and downs of everything, mm. obviously treated each other with enough respect that you didn't hate each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm yeah, sure you had true. your moments. Oh, yeah. There was moments I wanted to absolutely kill him. Yeah. And I probably, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not vice versa. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. But uh, no, we did have a lot of respect for each other. And um Anyway, sorry, I'm shiting on about my husband because I'm totally mad about him. But you know, this is another thing, you know, about what we were saying. Sometimes you don't know if you should end things or not. And you still have a lot of love for the person and you still, you know, that might make you stay. Mm. But you have to say to yourself, maybe it's just not now. So be respectful. Don't be the dickhead who retreats. Don't, you know, let your head get turned so you go off with somebody else. Be respectful and end, and then you know it, it, later on you might be ready. You yeah. know what I mean? And then hopefully, that, like you know that cliche, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, like that's fine if you need to use that. And sometimes you can say like it's not you, it's us. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, yeah. it's not personal, but like at the moment, that's just not right. Mm-hmm. Or like you say, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Have or you it's this other guy that I'm seeing. <laughs> it's not you, it's just us. It's friend. not you, it's uh, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, Mick. <laughs> and Mick's like, who's Dave? <laughs> uh, do you know that, do you know that, um, is it a meme? I think we'll call it a meme. And I'm going to do a really terrible job of explaining this to you guys, but it's, on one side, it's like men after a breakup. And then on the other side, it's girls after a breakup. Okay. And there's a picture and it's at the top and it's like one week later. And there's a picture of a man and he's like jumping up and down with joy. And he's like throwing his hands up in oh, the air. Right. And the girl is sobbing and has tissues everywhere and she's crying and crying. And then it's like three months later and the guy is like, I don't know, thinking or contemplative or something. And then the girl is like, whatever she is. And then six months later and the guy is sobbing and the girl is like, outliving her life and having a whale of a time <laughs> yeah like do you think that's a, do you think that's a reflection of real life I mean is that uh, totally generalisation it, it's, it's such a general question that yeah. it's really hard to say but I mean I think it's certainly how a man would react more yeah. more commonly than a, than a than, woman yeah, would typically, you know yeah. I mean you're presuming in this example like the guy has broken up with the girl or whatever yeah um uh, but and you know I mean I suppose that is quite a male thing as well isn't it like the they say like a, a you know they want they don't want a trophy they want a whole cabinet mm. so it, you know I suppose biologically not that I'm forgiving anyone anything yeah. it um, you, maybe that tendency to to ask whether this is it this mm-hmm. one thing is it is probably a bit more prevalent in males so yeah I mean maybe it is that thing where they suddenly think oh my god I can have it all now yeah all of them and then they suddenly look around and it's like tumbleweed and they're like <laughs> and oh like, do you think all of them want you yeah is that, is that very confident and like all of you? the other lads who are chasing the chick that you dumped then are you know yeah they're thinking great I can have all of them including have, your bird yeah. <laughs> yeah I know yeah but like I oh feck it I just thought of something really important that I wanted to add oh I remember I remember <laughs> okay. it came back to me back in the game yeah I'm back here yeah okay back in the room so um uh it's gone again. Keep talking. It's got. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
<laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm having a stroke. Are you thinking about breaking up I'm with just going to put my hand up in the air to see, can I do it? I can't. Okay. Uh, no, I remember. Okay, it's back. In all of the times that you were um, doing the breaking up, as yeah. in you were the one that was ending the relationship, was there ever, was the reason ever that you were like, I have wild oaths to sow? No. Like, was the reason ever purely like, Honestly, I haven't no. had loads of experiences with other guys. No, no really okay. not. Like, I, I'm not somebody who loves being single and being out on the terror and like and being with loads of other men. No, yeah. like, I mean, it. like, if anything, it would... And, and, and this is probably not that true, but like, I suppose at a push, it would probably be because I want to feel like I'm in love again with somebody. You know, I want a new relationship. I want to be really happy again. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, whatever that kind of end of relationship vibe is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely not so I can go out and score guys there's definitely there's definitely definitely never ever been a specific person that was turning my head or any of those kind of things um no so yeah I mean I've never come out of a relationship and thought great I'm single now so I can ever I think I would I would just be that would make me quite sad because even if I knew it was the end and it was right to end it and all of that thing all of that stuff I I don't like being single. I think I've admitted that to you before, which says a lot about me probably. No. But yeah, I would never be a cause like for celebration. Yeah, no, I'm not into it. Uh, I don't like being single either. Like I, not that, I, not that I don't like it, like it's fine, but I definitely, yeah, I think it might be a security thing. I do like being in a relationship. I like feeling like there's, I like, I have a lot of love, I'm going to say. Yeah. And I like being able to have an outlet for a lot of it you know what I mean I don't mean that that's not a euphemism for like I have a lot of riding <laughs> to do I mean I mean I actually mean love like mm-hmm. I I just feel a lot of love and I like having someone who's ready to accept and yeah. reciprocate you know what I mean but you're good at it like you're very you have lots of friends and you give them all lots of attention and you you, you know you, you're not like you're and obviously your husband as well I, I, I spread so. the love yeah do you know what I mean yeah. like you're not like oh I hate being single because I don't want to be on my own for five minutes you know, yeah. at all. Is that is that is that why you hate being single? <laughs> Me, no. Like, I, well, I, I like to think I'm kind of the same. That like I wouldn't need to necessarily be in a relationship, yeah. but uh, I'm just, I just hate it. I think I just love being loved. It's, you're like the opposite. You're like I want to love somebody. I'm like no, I want to be adored, and I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like being adored yeah. too, but I more so, I more so want to love someone. Really? Yeah. Is that weird? No, it's really nice. It's the same way I prefer giving gifts and receiving gifts. Yeah, no, still no. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely, it, oh yeah, that whole mutual buzz where you're both like, mad about each other. I yeah, love that. Like, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, being single is crap because a lot of the attention you get when you're single is just not real stuff. It's just like, oh, do you know, can't be arsed with that now Oh, no, totally. A no. lot. That's, that's, that's what being single is about. It's about like insincere, like non, yeah. you know. And I'm just too like, like intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> I think in my old yeah. age, I'm just like, oh, shut up. In your old age, like, sorry. I, if anyone could see the person sitting in front of me now <laughs> she's no closer to old age what time are we at okay so I want to ask finally to kind of to actually give people advice and some you know suggestions if if you're in a relationship where because you you've you've gone through this if mm-hmm. you're in a relationship where either you think okay we'll do we'll do if you think it's not working first okay. and then we'll move on to if you think your Dating. partner if the messer becomes the messy if the messer becomes the yeah. messy we'll talk about that so we'll start first what would you advise people to do if they feel like their relationship might not be working well, and working is as you said a kind of very broad term yeah completely um like i say i'm no expert but if i could revisit my own experiences i would 
you know, I would definitely have a look at my own life and see, you know, where I wanted to go. Did that person fit in with that? Was it me or was it us? Mm-hmm. Um, or was it them? Or was it them? Because it, it might absolutely. be them. And, and, and in, say, the first instance, it definitely was them. Not yeah. in a personal way, but they just weren't for me. Yeah. Our, our lives were not aligned. They were not going to work. I think in the second case, it was a timing thing. We were just too young and mm-hmm. we were all just heading in different directions and it just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And that's still not a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I ended up getting my heart broken after I broke his, there's a lot of broken hearts going around. I think that was just because we both knew it just wasn't the right time for either of us, but mm-hmm. we still had a whole lot of love there. If the love wasn't there, we wouldn't have cared and we wouldn't have both been devastated by the mutual dumping we did of each other over yeah. those couple of years. Um, so I think, yeah, my, my main thing now would be to look back and just say, you know, is is this, is, is it me or is it the relationship? So if you're in a place where you feel like your whole lives are intertwined and everything is just too cushy and it's really hard or whatever, you've got to just move on from that. You yeah. have to, you know, it's the relationship and it's not mm-hmm. you. But if things are troublesome, mm-hmm. if things are getting a bit toxic... Um, if you feel a bit like I don't know if you're just unhappy like if it's just yeah, general if you feel like you're not getting what you need yeah, from it yeah. then I think that's a huge communication piece yeah. that's potentially depending on what age you are what point of your life is it your is at where you want boat and a go it's potentially fixable isn't it exactly yeah. yeah i mean you could bring these things up with someone and they could be stunned yeah you know yeah. they could yeah. be shit at communicating they could yeah. come from a family where they, people don't really talk or mm-hmm. they had no idea you felt that way so it's like try and work through that if you're mm-hmm. If you think you can. Mm-hmm. And then, like you say, you know, sometimes it's just, it's not the right time. So mm-hmm. at, I, I would just at all times try and do the right thing yeah. by everyone. Be yeah. respectful because you never know down the line, maybe you will either be friends or get back together yeah. or whatever it is. So don't and burn your bridges too badly. I've, I also feel like uh, for, for me personally, there was a big issue where I I really, really, really loved and cared about an ex's family and friends. Yeah, I get that. Like, and and uh, honestly, I'll be completely honest, part of the reason I stayed for a certain amount of time when I knew the relationship maybe wasn't mm-hmm. going to be a forever thing was because I legitimately did not want to lose those people from my life. I've absolutely done that. Have you been there? Like, yeah, I attach myself to partners, families, like yeah. Godot. Yeah. You know, and I think it's probably like a, a result of my sort of weird own family upbringing mm-hmm. I'm like oh this family's so lovely and normal yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna like <laughs> slap myself in here yeah um so that's really hard to wait you're breaking so, up with the whole family yeah and you're and like and friends as well yeah. I mean like, and their mates girlfriends you know yeah, like yeah. the wags become your mates yeah, and, yeah, yeah like yeah, it's totally yeah, yeah. a thing yeah it's real and that can be really like that can be actually a big deciding factor for people as yeah. to whether they do make the breakup call or not and then also you don't want like the thought I remember, oh God, I remember running into the brother of one of my exes um, about a year maybe after we'd broken up and we'd been really good pals, mm-hmm. myself and the brother of my ex. We'd been, you know, we'd been pals as in I babysit his kids or used to babysit his kids. Yeah. I, I used to like, you know, I really got on with his wife. Like we were, we wouldn't been like mega close, but like we were family yeah. in a way. And I remember meeting him and he was really rude, really dismissive. Oh, no, yeah. really? Yeah, and really That's like... disappointing. It was very... Dis- it was disappointing as in, like... Had you hurt his brother? No, but I think... Really? No, but I think he thought I did. As in, our breakup, like, I did the breaking up. Yeah. Right? So I think he thought, you bitch, you dumped my brother. Okay. But I actually, you know, 
I did the breaking up, but the relationship was dead in the water. Do you know what I mean? So I think mm. he didn't know the context. He just thought she dumped my brother. And that's I, really childish, be, isn't and it? And it was so child. No, it was childish, but at the same time, I was so hurt by that. I yeah. remember, I remember just being like, "Oh, like it just felt it, that actually almost hurt more than the breakup in yeah. a way." Because I was thinking, his whole family must think this about me. They mm-hmm. must think I did something terrible, or they must think that I broke his heart or whatever. And it just made me feel awful. I'm sure it's just a, like a misplaced loyalty thing and if pushed on it, she probably couldn't what, say yeah. a bad word about that's, you. you I'm know, hoping. That's disappointing like it is. Uh, yeah. My fingers are crossed. And then I was thinking, oh God, like, I hope all his friends don't. And then mm. I was thinking maybe he said, maybe he said awful things oh, about look, me. Maybe, you know, you part know, of the healing maybe. process can be like giving out about someone yeah. and that bitch. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. ego comes into yeah. play a lot. Like, so yeah, you just have to kind of go, whatever just happened there, that's not about me. Yeah. But the family and the friends thing can be a massive like, Mm-hmm. Do you want to let that aspect of your life go? Because yeah. it's like chopping off your arm in, in some mm-hmm. cases. And I'm sure it's why a lot of people do stay and end up getting married and being, you know, because it's totally. that's their whole neighbourhood. That's all everything. they know. Like, yeah. 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 And then, so fin- to finish the last kind of thing. So in a relationship where you think your other half might be slowly backing mm-hmm. away. What, what, is, what like, I don't know. Uh, has that happened to me? I think it has. Has it happened to you? Yeah, I mean, definitely. And I think... Uh, yeah like if I could do it again I would walk away for sure okay you know yeah absolutely because regardless of what happens in the long run you're putting yourself to torture you yeah know? you're you're never going to be happy in that situation even if, if things turn around mm. you'll have gone through all of that like and, and you'll feel insecure and you'll feel yeah that's awful you'll never be just at ease in your relationship mm-hmm. I feel it's the most it's probably the most difficult example of you know, moving away from a relationship yeah. when you still really care. But you just have to say to yourself, like, is this as good as it gets for me? Yeah. You know, you have to recognise that you you can't be somebody's maybe. You have to just do what it takes. Tell your friends, rip the band-aid off and just go on a bloody holiday and just cry your whole off into a pillow for a week and you got to do it. Like, just yeah. move the hell away. Like You have to kind of remember and I would always say this somebody very wise once told me was it me it, it, was, it was you <laughs> it was you <laughs> no it was someone who yeah it was just someone really super bloody wise um and she told me that no matter what you are always going to be your number one mm-hmm. because no one ever on earth will ever have you as their number one apart from yourself yeah everyone like and I know this, I know mm-hmm. this about my husband. I am very close to the top of his list, but he is number one. So I am. the way we're built, isn't so it? So I am yeah. my own number one. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're out for yourself and you it's your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're living your life. So think of it that way. If you're in a relationship that isn't, isn't, you know, moving you forward or working for you, or if someone is backing away from you slowly, get selfish. And yeah. selfish is probably the wrong word. Like, Do you know, I've had this conversation with uh, Blonde Tennessee, who, you know, mm. we were saying this is years ago that we wish there was another word for selfish yeah. that wasn't so negative yeah yeah you know I, I don't know what it would be but like something that just allows you to like just to recognize how important you are you to are, you and yeah. to put yourself first in yeah. situations that doesn't harm anyone else so totally. you're doing the right thing for you yeah. if anyone can think of a better word for i might have a competition i might put it out to the listeners <laughs> <laughs> sure i'll do another poll yeah. we love a poll <laughs> but you're right yeah you just need to you need to mind yourself yeah. at all times and put yourself first and just remember that no one else is going to put yourself yeah. put you first so and also just like close your eyes take a deep breath and remember the feeling that you felt when you were so loved and everything was amazing and like that's in the future for you but it's not going to be if you hang around in this one you know like open 
like close the doors to let the new one open, you know. And obviously it shouldn't be about finding someone else to fill this hole. You should be happy yourself. But it's not like you're never going to love anyone again or you're never going to be loved again, you know. So, you, yeah, you just have to kind of just look forward. And that's so, like I'm, I'm picturing myself closing my eyes and imagining feeling real loved. Like that's a good thing to, to yeah. think about. And if you're not in that, then that's a problem, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next. Oh, thank you. Next. <laughs> Please don't As sue another me. wise woman said. <laughs> yeah, Ariana Grande is so wise. <laughs> so There's wise. a lot of wisdom in that ponytail. <laughs> there has to be. You know, like in Mean Girls where it's like, why is her hair so big? It's because she has so many secrets. Or, <laughs> I'm totally paraphrasing there, but that's why Ariana is so wise. Mm-hmm. All the wisdom. Um, and probably why Oprah is so wise. That's a big weave she's got. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so thanks, Laura Cunningham. Oh, we got, thank that you. Was, you're very wise. Maybe oh, it's the faux fur. Maybe you're hiding a lot of for wisdom under the faux fur. For all good it does me. anyway. <laughs> it does me a lot of good. Well, I have um, cats. I'll be fine. She has cats. She's grand. That's the take home. <laughs> uh, thanks so much again, Laura. We are off to uh, ALW now. Andrew <gasps> Lloyd Webber. In the NCH. In the NCH with AMK. That's what Laura put in her diary the other day. She sent <laughs> me a screen Keen. grab. She sent me a screen grab of ALW in the NCH with AMK. And it really jived with my worldview I'll so tell happy. you it was really good <laughs> um, so thanks so much thanks Cassie thanks Scout Scout's over there being thanks, as guys. good as gold as usual um, thanks so much for listening for all the feedback and comments and polling because I know, <laughs> I know <laughs> there's a lot of polling going on with this podcast and again not a euphemism um, thanks so much for listening and um, yeah coming up next week we'll have something exciting okay that's all I'm going to say <gasps> It's very exciting. I'm really excited, actually. I'm excited. Yeah, because it's a male. <gasps> I love when you have males I on. I love a male. Love it. I lo- in, in life and on the podcast. <laughs> I love a male. Okay. Uh, thanks so much. Stay safe, have fun, and I'll talk to you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.